If you are a good, professional, experienced radio ad account rep and would like to represent KSEO as our Monterey County sales manager, I want to talk to you. Please send a confidential email to me, mz at kseo.com. That's mz at kseo.com. KSEO is an equal opportunity employer. And now the Saturday special with MZ. Uh, yeah, uh, the Saturday special with MZ is here. Um, hi, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. I'm wearing a brand new fleece jacket that's really about 15 years old. Where did you get, <laughs> where did you get it? I, I, it, it? It ended up being lost in my closet for that long. And I discovered it. You know how good you feel when you, the only good thing about losing something is how good you feel when you find it, right? Exactly. Yeah, and so I found it like 15 years later, and and I'm just thrilled. And this is the first, doesn't it look nice, gang? I mean, doesn't it? Well, okay, I I don't know. I just. Looks like it's never been used. It sure does. (laughs) Ma, I think you bought this for me many years ago when I was a youngster. Okay, come and say hello to the audience Mm -hmm. here, okay? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kay is uh-huh. here, Hi, my mom, and, yeah. and you're here to sign books as you generally are. <laughs> yes, and I'm also delighted are. to see all these lovely young young people. They are lovely young people indeed. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, and so um, we're going to do that kind of a special program here like we never have before. Now, Mom, do whatever you do, don't fall when you move. Okay. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's uh, 10.09 a.m. on your favorite radio station, AM 1080 KSCO. And um, when was it? it? It was in 1965 that I first broadcast from this room. And I was a, um, I was a freshman. I was a freshman in, in high school. And it was a real thrill for me to be to go on the radio because I had hoped for a, a future career as a disc jockey, you know, and uh, th- this radio station was not a music. Well, actually, excuse me, it was a music station, but it wasn't a young person's kind of music station. It was a very, very, very old person's kind of music station. A kind, you know, Montavani, you know, real, you know, waltzes and things like that. You know, stuff that kids our age wouldn't be caught dead listening to. But it was the only radio station, you know, in Santa Cruz or even on the north part of San, of Monterey Bay. There were a whole bunch of other radio, of radio stations in Salinas and Monterey, but only one in Santa Cruz. And I always thought that that was terrible. But, but the good thing about KSCO is that the managing partner back then, Mr. Charles Vernon Berlin thought it would be uh, interesting to have a high school radio show. So there were two high schools in the area then, Santa Cruz and Soquel High School. And um, and he made time available a half hour a week. I think it was Wednesday night at seven at 7.30 p.m. on uh, on the radio here for people like myself who are interested in possible future careers in radio to come and get our feet wet 
on the radio. And I just lived for that radio show. I mean, you know, I, I lived and breathed and eaten, ate and slept, slept the radio show. Um, and uh, um, it, it was it was not too many people from the school listened to us because we were on opposite Batman on television. <laughs> and in order to get anybody to listen to us, what I had to do is bribe them. We got the Coca-Cola bottling company of Santa Cruz. There was a, there was a bottling company, and I don't know if they still have one anywhere near here, but uh, th there was in, in uh, you know right near um, on, on Ocean Street. There was a there was a bottling company there, and we were able to convince them to donate every week a case of Coca-Cola, 24 12 ounce bottles of Coca-Cola. And and the only way that anybody that we could get any high school student to tune into KSCO the, the the old person station was the chance that they might win a case of coke when we asked some dopey question you know some trivia question or how many teachers are there at, at Santa Cruz High School or something you know, mundane um, and it was it was a blast I really really loved doing that program and it came to an abrupt end one day. When, um, after, you know, maybe a couple of years into it, because um, it was 65. Yeah, it was a couple, of, almost a couple of years. It was January 4th, 1967, that I got fired from KSCO for the first time. <laughs> for the first of, of either three or four. I lost count somewhere, but... <laughs> But it was at least three or four times that, that I got. But I remember that one in particular. On January 4th, it was a Wednesday, and it was at 8 o'clock. We had just finished what I thought was our best radio program ever. <laughs> and Mr. Mr. Berlin came storming into the radio room. It wasn't, it wasn't this room. I, I had been in this room earlier, but the last show we had done, it turned out, I didn't know it was the last show, was, was done in the little... Uh, interview. It was an interview room then. It's now where Bill Graff produces all the commercials and promos and station imaging and everything. Um, and Mr. Berlin, who was the managing partner of the station, came bursting into the radio and said, Swirling, you're through. Tell them why. Okay, I will tell them why. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't have to say, I, I said, well, what's going on? I thought we did a good job. We did the best show ever. You don't make a fart noise on KSEO and offend our audience. <laughs> it wasn't a fart noise. Was it was it? a raspberry. It was a... <laughs> Is that a fart noise? Mm. No. It depends on context. Yeah. Okay. It really depends well, on context. Well, the fart noise got made ended my radio career what what was perceived by the person who was the most important person um as a fart noise ended my radio career at the age of i think i was 14 or something and it was terrible Devastating. Dev that's a good word ma thank you, you remember i i, I it, you know it, it's it scarred my soul for life and you would know right it was terrible Anyhow, I vowed I'd own the place someday, right then and there. And it took about 24 years. And I had to figure out a way to make some money, you know, to be able to buy the place. And like I said, two or three other times, 
you know, I, I had sort of weaseled my way back into the radio station and always got kicked out again, you know, for some reason or another. So after the first time, I knew that I had to own it so that I couldn't get kicked out. But the two or three other times just sort of reinforced that, right? So anyhow, um, you guys were on with Brad Kava on the Dr. Future show earlier this week. I was listening at KSCO North 2, which is in San Francisco, on the Internet. And uh, I was absolutely, you know, thrilled and, and just so excited to hear uh, youth on this station again. Because for as long as, as uh, I've had the station, it's a little more than 23 years now. Uh, took it over on, and, and in, uh, February 1st, 1991. For as long as we've been doing that, uh, ever since then, we've been doing talk radio, mostly political talk radio, that tends to appeal to older people. You know, I mean, if anything, more older people than the old people that used to listen to the Monavani music on KSCO <laughs> when I was a high school kid. But it was the only radio station. So, you know, Radio was radio, and, you know, we got to change the format for a half hour once a week. So anyhow, when I was listening to you guys talking with Brad, I, I, I couldn't help but get on the telephone and, and call, and I, and, I, and I guess I spoke with uh, Libby, yeah? yeah. Um, and um, and it, it led to this particular program here, which which my intention, I just want you guys to know, is, is for it to be a pilot for, for your show. And I don't know how long your show is going to be, how much of a commitment you guys want to make, how important this could be or become in your life. Um, but uh, we're just going to start it out and just sort of see what happens and have a discussion with ourselves and with the audience. And uh, it's very rare, as I said, that you hear young people uh, 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 on a talk radio station because it, it tend, talk radio is a, is a radio format that tends to skew older, you know, maybe 40, 50, 50 and up, mm. you know, not 20-something, right, or, or teen. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't younger people who listen to talk radio. Because of my mom, who's sitting next to us here, here in the room, uh, back in the early 60s, I became hooked to talk radio, the station called KGO up in San Francisco, mm. and always thought that, K, that, that KSCO would be a great KGO talk radio station for the Monterey Bay Area, particularly in the mid-60s when it was announced that there was going to be a brand new uh, a campus of the University of California system coming to Santa Cruz. Mm -hmm. And we knew, everybody knew, that there were going to be huge changes in the town and there were going to be a lot of things to talk about. So I had gone to Mr. Berlin, you know, before he fired me, and and said, why don't you change the format of the radio station to talk radio? Because there's so much changing, change coming, you know, headed our way. And he said to me, he said, Michael, I don't expect you to understand this, but you don't spend 20 years growing, cultivating a loyal audience the older retired people who like to listen to Monavani, you know, easy listening music, uh, only to cast them to the wind and throw and and you know throw them aside. And I understand that. I do understand that. If he would have done that, however, 
I think this station would have become much, much, much more more popular than his station was, and that would have been a good thing for the community. But a bad thing in terms of it, it, it would have become such a valuable station that there would have been no way in the world that I would have ever been able to earn the money to buy the place a quarter of a century later. So um, I guess things happen for a reason and don't happen for a reason. You know, I guess I got kicked off for making what he thought was a fart noise um, for a reason. So anyhow, here we are, and we haven't even officially started the program yet, but um, let's let's do that um, by playing our hour one intro for the Saturday special. Good morning, a brighter day is here. Good morning, may we bring you cheer. We've got time, we've got teams. I really am excited about the program we're doing here, gang, on the Saturday special today. I'm wanting to do this for a long, long time. Hopefully it will be a pilot for what will become a regular uh, part of our format here on, on your favorite radio station. We're going to be on the air right up until 12 noon, as we always are for the Saturday special. Our phone numbers are 479-1080. The email address is mz at ksco.com. We want you to participate, so stay tuned. Good morning. Now stay right here on KSCO Radio. So you've heard us floundering around for years here at your favorite radio station, trying to come up with a formula to make it not just your favorite radio station, but everyone's favorite radio station. Now, I know you can't please everyone all the time, but we at KSCO Radio believe pleasing everyone some of the time is certainly doable and implemented properly with our recent investment in our on-demand digital media infrastructure. Heck, we can get pretty close to pleasing everyone all the time on their schedule, not ours. Then on Tuesday, former KSCO host and current Cabrillo College journalism instructor Brad Cava guest hosted the Dr. Future Show with 30 of his journalism students as studio audience and interviewees. It was a fresh, inspiring, wonderful program that nobody would find boring nor offensive. Don't believe me? Go to KSCO.com and play the last Dr. Future Show for yourself. One of the young people on the show said, we are the future. Then it hit me like a lightning strike. Well, duh. What kind of a cutting-edge station for everyone doesn't have a show by, for, and about young people? Don't miss the pilot program on the next KSCO special this Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, right here on Time to Stop Kidding Ourselves and Do the Obvious Radio, AM 1080 KSCO. pleasure to welcome clockwise Eli Walsh. Hey, Eli. 
<laughs> Eli, Wall- Eli, you are a, a journalism str- uh, uh, a student at, U- at uh, Cabrillo? I am, yes. And uh, Brad Kava is your instructor? Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, and what is it that that sent you to uh, uh, a, a journalism class? Um, well, I I read a lot of CSN Bay Area's website. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very big Giants fan, and um, so I, that's like their flagship station. And I read a lot of their website. And one day they had a link to a a blog that is run by uh, Grant Brisby was a sports writer okay. uh, and it was about the Giants and I started reading his stuff every day um, and eventually it just got to the point where I was like I want to do this for a living and so I started be, be a sports writer yeah uh-huh. uh huh and so okay. I started uh, my own blog with uh, some friends of mine um, and that's going well right now I'm kind of the beat blogger for the Giants and uh, and and so I, I Declared. So you have a lot of people tuning into your blog. Uh, yeah, about you know, 200 people. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, and and growing and growing. Yeah, so. that's it's it's you've, you're creating your own medium. Mm-hmm. Terrific. So you decided to go to Cabrillo to pick up some pointers on journalism. Yeah, I guess, huh? yeah, yeah. And All I'm right. planning on uh, transferring after two years. So. Okay, moving clockwise uh, to my right and Eli's left. <laughs> Our own Patricia Souza. The reason I say our own is because uh, when you call KSCO during the week, particularly in the morning, there is a good chance that the voice you hear answering the telephone will belong to Patricia. Patricia, you've been an intern here for a little bit. Yeah, not small, too long. Small amount of time. Two uh, weeks. A, a, enough for you to have concluded what about the radio station? That it's so much fun, and it has tons of opportunities. I've uh, I've written and voiced ads, and I've answered phones, and I've call screened, and I've just had a great time with the whole staff and uh, meeting everybody. Now, how, how was it that um, that you became aware? Did you hear, did, did we run an ad or something? I mean, uh, uh, because this, it's two weeks, it was long before... Brad Kava had the show with you guys just earlier this week. It was Rosemary. She came and spoke in our class. Oh, yeah. I see. In Brad Kava's, uh, I believe it was the news writing class. Uh-huh. And she told her story about how she got a job here answering the phone, and how she's worked here and has enjoyed it. And, uh, and uh, a boy in my class, Ben, he, w- he was coming down here for an internship, and I said, hey, I want to come with you. So I did. All right. Yeah. So and and both of you decided to become an intern and Rosie said, "Hey, this, yep. this is this is great." Good. Mhm. Okay. All righty. Uh moving to my right and to your left to Libby Knight. Hi, Hi. Libby. Hello again, Libby. Talk <laughs> a little closer to the microphone okay. if you can, maybe about an inch away that would be great. All right. Okay. And uh and you decided to uh are, are you looking for a career in journalism or radio and TV or I actually don't know what I want to do yet. I took this mass communications class because um it just sounded uh, it sounded really interesting. You know, we talk about the media and how it controls us in some ways and teaches us or tells us what to buy and you know, things like that. But I'm also taking like culinary and several other classes, so I, I don't know what I want to do yet, and I'm kind of just exploring right now in terms of classes and career-wise. So, Are, are you a first-year Cabrillo yeah, student? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Great. So I'll bet you're having having some fun. I definitely am. Yeah. Uh huh. What do you think of the station so far? Based upon, have you been listening to the station? At least? Um. Yeah. I actually listened to it the other night. Um. They were talking about aliens. Uh huh. And this man called in and was talking about how we all have um, aliens in our DNA, and it was it was pretty wild. It was pretty crazy. I wasn't expecting that. It must have been quite late. <laughs> it was, after yeah. 10, after 10 p.m. It I sounds think it was, like you're yeah. describing um, Coast to Coast AM mm-hmm. with George Norrie. Definitely. Which is a syndicated program. That means it, it originates uh, elsewhere, not here. And by the way, the way the radio business is, is pretty much everything you hear on every radio station does not originate at that radio station. And I think that's a shame because, you know, communities cannot be served by their local radio station if all the local radio station is is a conduit to to pass through uh, uh, canned programming from mega media companies, you know, owned by large you know businesses, and um, Coast to Coast is is a wonderful program, and it's 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 carried on many 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 stations, hundreds and hundreds of stations, because it's such an interesting program. For the same reason that you tuned in and were fascinated, yeah. I mean, millions of people do that every night to that program. Now it would be nice to say that millions of people listen to KSCO. And maybe someday that'll be. You know, we, we don't know for sure how to quantify. I don't think it's in the millions yet. It'd be great if uh, if that happens someday. But there's syndicated programs and there's local programs. I like the local programs because in the, with the local programs, you have a chance to be innovative. You have a chance to start something new. And a local program could turn into a syndicated program that's so good that it almost, to use a, a current term, you know, current, uh, you know, internet or new media term. Goes viral. Goes viral. Mm-hmm. Why can't a radio show go viral? And I guess if, 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 if a person or people who do a radio show become so excited and passionate about the radio show, and the radio show garners an enormous audience as a result, then it really could go viral. You know, especially on the internet, in the same way that YouTube videos go viral, people can send links to the, the the radio stream, say on KSCO or ZBS, which is our network affiliate, that, that, that we're, our network infrastructure that we're using. Because w- what I want to do is take advantage of this, w- what I call uh, the the special status of Santa Cruz, the Central Coast, the Monterey Bay Area, I think there are more characters and intelligent people per square inch here in this part of the world than any place else. Definitely. And and why not take advantage of that? Why not why not give those characters, you know, an outlet? And or make it easy for them. I mean it with the way the internet is, anybody in a with a computer and a and a you know and a microphone. And and just about every computer has a not only a microphone but a but a good quality color video camera built into it. So there's no barriers to entry. I mean, I would have killed to have been been able to have a radio program when I was you know that I didn't get fired from uh, uh, when I was a kid. And 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 I would have killed to work even for free for some Hollywood company. There's a show. There was a show called the Mary Tyler Moore Show, mm. and you guys have probably seen reruns. I think that's the best sitcom that was ever produced. 
And I wrote a letter to Mary Tyler Moore's husband, who was the executive who, who was in charge of that company, MTM Productions. And I said, I will give anything to come to work for you for free. You don't even have to pay me. In fact, I'll pay you to the extent I can. You know. And he was very nice and sent me a, 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 a snail mail back. This was in 1973 or 75. And he said, um, you know, um, we, we, we've just, we've had some other shows that are not as popular that we've had to let some people go and our, our loyalties are first to rehire those people if we have an opportunity to. So I wouldn't hold out much hope, but I appreciate your interest. And why don't you come down and spend a week with us? watching how we produce the show. Wasn't that nice? And that's what I did, and that was the most exciting week of my life. Yeah, it was really neat when I got to meet all these yeah. cool people, you know. Um, but anyhow, I've got to stop. It's become a show about me. <laughs> what, uh, um, well, let's finish the introduction here. Samantha Garrison. Hi. Hi, Sam Samantha. W what brings you to journalism, to a journalism class at Cabrillo, and what brings you... Did, did everybody... Come to KSCO. Was everybody in the class? Did they come to KSCO on Wednesday? Or yeah, was it just certain people who were interested um, in it? It was most of the class, whoever uh -huh. wanted to come. Was that the time of the class? Yeah. Two to four? On, on, uh, well, it's usually two to three thirty, so some people had to leave early. I uh -huh. see. Yeah. Okay. And um, so, so you decided, what, what are your plans here? Well, I want to pursue a major in broadcasting journalism and become a newscaster. Uh -huh. So I have to take this journalism class, Brad's journalism class, to transfer. But I find it so interesting. I love, I love this idea of um, reporting news and traveling around and seeing things. And Terrific. Okay, good. So, um, and are, are there... Back when I was younger, there weren't all that many jobs, you know, available. What is your sense of that now? I mean, there are me. I think there are a lot more media jobs available because there's a there's a lot more media. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just licensed radio and television stations, and of course, unlicensed print publications when I was growing up. That was the way of the world for many many years. And only since the advent of the Internet and low-cost affordable and computers and, and low-cost affordable high-speed uh, broadband Internet have, have there, there been, uh, what do they call the barriers to entry pretty much removed. There's nothing stopping. It seems to me that I don't watch TV anymore. I, I, I watch my iPhone screen at all hours of the day and night, usually on YouTube. Or listening to KSCO or KOMY, or checking out Google things so I can get instant answers about whether so and so, what well, was an interesting comic? I wonder if he's still alive or she's. You know, you can find out instantly these things. It's just so quick mm -hmm. and easy. No such thing of you don't even have to go to a library. You know. <coughs> but anyhow, uh, very very exciting. So, um, well, welcome welcome back to KSCO, Samantha, and uh, maybe we'll hear you on the news here one of these days <laughs> on on your on your way to the big times here. All right, uh, Rod Alec. That's me. Yeah, welcome, Rod Alec. Oh, I gotta <laughs> turn on your mic. That'll oh, help. there we go. Hey, how okay. you doing? Good, good. So, um, what what brings you to uh, uh, a possible career in media? Um, well, I've always I'm I'm a, the only other old man in the room here. I'm 27, so I'm uh, a little older than these guys, and I uh, 
I've been around a little bit and I've seen a lot of stuff and I've watched the news since I was probably 15. And I'll have to curb my language as opposed to in class, but I just, I was fed up with the way the news was run. And I thought, you know, I got to put my money where my mouth is. And so I'm, that's what I'm doing at Cabrillo. I, I could have chose anywhere to go to school, but it's beautiful and sunny here. And it's like you said, the place. Did you grow up here? Uh, no, actually, I grew up a little bit of everywhere. I traveled a lot, um, growing up. So I would say I went to high school in northern Michigan and college is, is better here, so. Oh, okay. And, and so, more most recently, your home is um, well. The last place I lived was Chicago. Oh, okay. And, and did you know people here in Santa Cruz, or just, no? I didn't know anybody. You just here. saw the red dot, you know. Well, people no, have I came all, here. It's become a brand, you know. It's I, not, I had come here with some friends uh, in high school, just after high school, actually, and I was pretty taken back by it. I, was, I thought it was one of the most beautiful places in the world, and. I, I thought I want to come here someday. You know, I can't swim very well, but I want to learn how to surf. So <laughs> I, you know, I figured this was a good spot. All right. And then uh, after traveling and spending a lot of time on the road, and and then some time in the city of Chicago, I thought it's time to go back to the palm trees. So oh. I came to Cabrillo because it was cheap and it seemed like the good place to to, to go to start my career in school. Ah, okay. Well, let's see. Um, where do we go from here? There, there, there are some some ideas, some suggested topics that we can t- that that that's been handed to me. What's important to you guys? Is politics important to you guys, or yeah. not not so much? I think politics is important. Yeah, in, in, in the world of talk radio, uh, politics reigns supreme, <laughs> and you know, and and I'm not so sure I, uh, that. I like that. I mean, because there's so much more to the world than politics. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily always entertaining to people of our age, but I definitely think it matters. You know, yeah. like yeah, I agree. Honestly, I don't pay any attention to it. I really don't. I think it's important, but I just uh, I'm so sick of hearing the news and hearing people argue, and it's just not in my interest. Well, why do you, so? Why do you want to be a newscaster? I then? Well, I don't want to go into the political side. I want to be more focusing on... No, no, news. New, I, news still means news to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there are many newscasters who are who are true journalists, That's true. if any. Mm-hmm. I think they're all commentators now, and they're just not being very honest about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, uh, you probably want to get into into reporting the news. Yeah. I, Just I'm, reporting the news without spinning it, right? That's exactly. I don't want to get involved with the politics. I want to travel around and see things and report real stories from places and not have the politics involved. How do you get your news now, what, what you consider news, and are you happy with it? Or do you think even that could stand some improvement? Um, I read the newspaper some. I look things up online. I watch the news. I mean... I guess I I do what everyone else does. I mean, yeah. I look to independent news. I look for that. I look for independent and local independent journalists. So people that are, you know, like blogging about stuff when it happens. You know, the people that are there. That's where I go for their news. You know, because it's that's the beautiful thing about the internet. Like you were talking about, there is no more barriers. Anybody can become a journalist now. Uh, it's, that's that's in terms of news. One of the things that's kind of scary about the new. Um, journalist protection law that they're looking to pass through the Senate right now that it protects your right as a journalist to protect your sources and not disclose sources, but it also very broadly defines the term journalist. So it allows the term journalist to be determined by 
whoever's making the decision about whether or not you got to give up your source. So if you work for Fox News, say, or maybe even like a, a more you know legitimate company like KSEO, maybe you have that protection. But perhaps if you're just a, a local blogger who's writing a story about, I mean, let's say you you were at the Boston massacre and you wrote a blog about it. And, and you've got a source, and your source is actually important. Well, you're not covered by this new protection because you're just a blogger. You don't work for a big media corporation. So, I mean, it's in a, it Wow, see, I didn't know about that. I don't even know that that's pending. Yeah, it's a big deal, actually. The, I forget the, the gentleman's name, the senator, who actually, he came out yesterday or the day before and said that the Senate has enough votes to, uh, to get it through, to get it to the next stage. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Do you with remember it. what party the guy's from? Um... In my head, I'm seeing a little R in parentheses next to his name, but I don't want to. I don't want to say that for okay. sure because I don't know. But right. so I mean, that's what that's what I mean though. Like politics is important, but it's not entertaining. It's, sometimes yeah. it's scary. It's it's hard to deal with. So I agree with that. You know, have you heard of the group Panda? Yeah, I just yeah. went to their. Uh, I'm covering them for the local for the Cabrillo Voice actually. The, uh-huh. it's, it's really pretty amazing actually. It's a 20 year old kid from Ohio. He's a college student who. Uh, he had been covering the National Defense Authorization Act for many years. NDAA, yeah. And, or for many months, rather. Because he knew that it was a, it's a, it's one of those rider laws, you know, it's one of those things like the Amber Alert. That they sneak in, that they sneak in. Well, it's like the Amber Alert, you know, like who's going to be like, no, we don't need to find lost children. Who's going (laughs) to vote no on defending the nation? You know, the National Defense Authorization gives people the act, the ability to, uh, Gives, it gives our government the ability to, to have like war authorizations and things like that. And if you need to defend the country, you want to have that on the books. So it usually gets passed. Actually, my favorite quote from the from the little panda meeting that I covered was, "It became a a haystack. People just started throwing needles at. And the newest needles uh, in 2012 were sections 1021 and 1022, which uh, it's standard operating procedure. It seems now to be." Uh, use broad definitions. So um, it used to say it used to really strictly define a terrorist as being somebody who like operated with Al Qaeda and also was involved in 9/11. Now the new language is like terrorist is whoever we say they are, <laughs> and we don't care when they were a terrorist. If you're a terrorist, we can put a black bag over your head and ship you out of the country if we want to. No, no due process. No yeah, and it's, yeah, it is. It's pretty terrifying. And I wish more people that, that were my age and a little younger knew about it and cared. That's what was so refreshing about Panda. It's an organization started by a 20-year-old college student. You know, I don't even know if the kid's going to school anymore. He's flying around the country, you know, for peanuts, talking to people and trying to get people to take their towns back. Yeah. It's really pretty and, amazing. And he, he's been on with Georgia here on, on this station. Oh, did he come here? Yeah, he will be on with me. Oh, very cool. That'll um, be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> when will that be? <clears throat> Pardon me. It's not scheduled yet. Um, um, we were promoting uh, for a couple of weeks his appearance at the Freedom Forum that happens every mm-hmm. second or third Wednesday, I think, uh, on, on uh, 17th Avenue at the... Um, at the 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 uh, Grange, uh, yeah, the so Grange. Th- there was a guy um, live Oak Grange. We when we were on on Tuesday, there was a guy who was calling in talking about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. the meeting at the Grange. Well, I I had tried to get to that, but I I couldn't. I, by the time I got there on mm-hmm. on Wednesday night, the talk was over. The place was just bulging. I mean, you couldn't oh, wow. squeeze another person. I mean, by the time I got there, a lot of people I could actually park in the parking lot. You know, where, <laughs> where you, you had to walk. You know, a couple, two or three blocks down 17th Avenue, you know, because the place was just totally full. I like to think that KSCO had a lot to do with that because we 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 produced uh, uh, we we promoted the the appearance. That's right. Uh, 
for, for quite a number of days ahead of time. But by the time I got there, as I said, he had finished his talk. And people looked at me, what did you think, MZ? Wasn't he great? I said, oh, I just got here. <laughs> oh, you're real. Oh, you missed an amazing thing. Um, well, you have a chance. You can go to Monterey tomorrow night. Okay. And in fact, tomorrow day, you can go to Cabrillo. So it, it, oh, he, okay. he was at a class at Cabrillo. Well, yeah, he came he, uh, to uh, right above the voice room, actually, and uh, on campus there. It was about uh -huh. 4.35. It's kind of a big conference-style uh, room. And they took that over for about an hour and ten minutes. There was pizza. And, you know, again, he was... I, I <laughs> you, you really missed out, man. It was it was really pretty cool. All right. Well, well uh, for those of you who are interested, uh, um, they, they handed me... At, at the Wednesday evening Freedom Forum thing that I was late to, that I just couldn't make it earlier than I did, and it was by that time when it was breaking up, they handed me a DVD, and I, I assume that this DVD they, they really want to be duplicated. So, uh, or maybe it's on you. Do you know? Do you know if it's on YouTube? Honestly, I, I didn't get a chance to take a hold of the DVD. There was only okay. one there, and they were trying to get it. Copied. E email me mz at kso dot com if you're if anybody listening here would like to see that. And I highly recommend this 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 young guy named Dan. I forget Johnson. His name. I think Johnson. Awesome. Yeah, Dan Johnson is electrifying. Yeah, absolutely. He really knows how to uh, to to come on uh, to an audience in a very effective way. Mm -hmm. And his message is is scary. It's scary, but m more and more people need to hear this message. Yeah, it's they refreshing really, is what it is. It's yeah. scary, but refreshing. Yeah. And so if you want to find out, uh, if you send me an email, mz at ksco.com, or check uh, check our website. I mean, we're going to try to get that that video posted there so anybody can can, can see it. All right. Um, so politics. Uh, let's see. What time is it? It's a, it's almost a quarter to eleven. I want to turn the show over to you guys. I, I really do. Um, uh, uh, you, you could discuss. Why don't you Why don't you bring up topics and invite callers? Okay, you, you have some favorite topics to bring up. If you don't want to do politics, don't do politics. If you, you know, do whatever you want to do, and, and just freeform, freeform radio right here. Right on. Okay. All right. Well, what does the audience? Feel? How does the audience feel here, about tattoos? Talk, talk, talk into the microphone about an inch away so that it's not echoey. How does the audience? Well, four seven nine ten eighty is the phone number to call into the Saturday special, as it always is, and we do have one caller. Who's online and uh, who's on, who's uh, on hold right now? And you can ask that caller that question. Uh, but the caller had called in before that question, would, so maybe the caller has some comment he wants to make. Uh, Forrest in Santa Clara, you're on. Hey, hey, MZ. Hey, Forrest. Hey, hey, you know I love you, but you know there are times where I just want to slap you okay. on the head. <laughs> All right. And this is this is one of those times. Okay. So you you have these compelling interests energetic uh, young people in your studio and you want to talking about building this great you know video infrastructure and we invested all the time and energy into the system yet when I go onto the video feed I'm looking at your old face on there <laughs> why am I looking at you you're supposed to be camera. looking you're supposed to be looking there, there's two there's three cameras and you're supposed to be seeing all of us Okay, here comes uh, Richard, well, and maybe he's going to come and switch. Oh, we've I got don't tech see three cameras, I only see one. Oh, okay. Well, that's a stupid, 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 stupid thing to be looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Me. 
God, I agree with you, Forrest. That was ten stupid straight. Gosh. (laughs) Well, you know, you know, we talked about this before, but I think what you really need to do is find an intern. You know, when I was in high school or college, I would have absolutely jumped at this opportunity and done it for free. In fact, I probably would have even paid for the opportunity to to do something (laughs) like this, which is to go into a radio station or any kind of you know media you know company a tv whatever and and become a production person and be in charge of doing things like making sure that the cameras are on the right people and putting these presentations together and i, I think that's something you need to throw out there and try to find thank you for just doing that doing for us and by the way uh, full disclosure <laughs> forrest uh was an intern here when he was 15 years old he's 32 now wow um, yep. And uh, he has gone on to become a world-class uh, IT specialist. And he is, he is the author of our fabulous new ZBSradio.com um, digital media infrastructure. <laughs> he's, done a, he's done one heck of a job. But, but it's, it's, it will always be a work in progress, sort of like Disneyland. It will never be finished, finished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, um, there's always more to do. Yeah, there's a lot more to do, and video will be in, in, integrated into it. But right now, if anybody goes to zbsradio.com, um, that's sort of the parent company that owns KSCO. Um, and you, you'll find all kinds of neat programs. As time goes on, you're going to find programs on zbsradio.com that you won't find on KSCO or KOMY. Why? Because we want to be able to say, bleep you. Nice. You can't say bleep you. Mm. You know what I mean. You Freedom can't say that on, on, on radio. Yeah. On, on license, pro- but on but on the internet, you can. Now, why do we, we want to say bleep you? I mean, can't 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 people express themselves without resorting to profanity? It universally feels good. Yeah, yeah. You can you can express yourself without without swearing. But actually, I think it's scientifically proven that if you hurt yourself and you swear. It hurts a little less. Actually, that, that is true. It's, it's an outlet. Talk into the microphone here, that, please. That is, that is true. It's an outlet. It's the same as, as you know, screaming or, or you're yelling out in pain um, when you get hurt. Yeah. And, and so it would be nice to be able to say, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those magic seven. to be <laughs> So anyhow, Forrest, um, so... Uh, um, we're going to have more and more description. What I love about ZBSRadio.com right now is that it's not cluttered. It's it's white and cl- there's a lot of white space and and, and yeah. oh, it's just fan- it's fantastic. Well, I figured it's- we're going to fill it up eventually, so I okay, wanted but- to make sure we left plenty of room for for new features. Great. Okay, so so thank you for bringing up the fact that uh, only uh, the, the the only video was trained on me. The last person <laughs> yeah, nobody, to be trained on. Yeah, nobody wants to look at you, Mike. I understand. I understand. Uh-huh. Yeah, back in the good old days, you know, if you go to 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 the to the, Z, to the ZBS boss ZBS boss YouTube channel, there was a time, and I know you're not going to believe this, Forrest. And probably the pe- none of the people in the studio will believe it. There was a time when I did not have a face for radio. In other words, it was did, wasn't what a bad I face to look at. Say when it I was, ain't so, MC. Yeah. <laughs> when I was 21 years old, you know, cl- you know, close to these the ages of these people in the room here, I yeah. I got to be the anchor, the news anchor of of cable seven feature news. 
Nice. And it was ca- it was cable uh, teleprompter cable TV predecessor to you know long predecessor to Comcast, which is what we have now. And I was in charge of producing and hosting a 30-minute nightly news feature program where I get to do fun things. We do fifth, half of the program, we do hard news. The other half of the program, we do fun features, like interview the Capitola Wharf drunk. Nice. <laughs> Just have a lot of fun. That's but anyhow, so, yeah, that's up on the YouTube channel if anybody wants to see that. But enough of my ego. i got to turn off the mic. If I, if I don't just turn off the microphone and leave the room here, it's, it's yeah, not, it's, it's not going to happen. So you guys take over, but but I need to push I need to push the buttons, okay? Thank you, Forrest. Is that it? That's it. Okay, thank I'll you. be watching the line. Bye. Oh, good. Nice. Richard N. Watsonville. Hi, Richard yeah. N. Watsonville. Yes, Michael. Thank you. Uh, this is a very good program. I only wish they had high schoolers in there. Um, These people are too old, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, it, 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 they, they understand you more than a high schooler would. Uh-huh. I mean, when, when we went to, on, a, on a field trip to a radio station, it was back in the hippie days, and you sat, you know, you walked by the window and you looked at the DJ in the window smoking a joint and give you, give you the peace sign. Now, now the only, now the only difference is, is you guys want to say bleep you. Yeah. Well, but, smoke is damaging to the equipment. Well, I, I, I understand that, but, uh, I wanted to answer the question on tattoos. Myself, I have two tattoos. I got selected to go into the uh, Hall of uh, Fame for tattoos in Tokyo. Uh, I think there's something to uh, tattoos. Uh, it's a very good expression of one's art, I think, personal art. Uh, for me, myself, uh, every wife I've ever had uh, is in one of my tattoos. <laughs> How many are there, Richard? I never uh, asked you that. Uh, there's a few. That's more than three. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but the thing is, is that uh, if you're, you know, it's all art. Even when it gets down to, would, would you call the class mass communications that that le- yeah, levels yeah. the playing field where you all can just go off into whichever part of this communication world we're coming up in right now? Well, and wait a second. Ha- is there even such thing as mass communications anymore? Isn't it more a bunch of individual niche communication outlets rather than well, mass? It, in, in high school, it was mass media, remember? Yeah, yeah. Are you you doing... and I were in that class together. That's exactly right. And, <laughs> and they were called communicasters and all this other stuff. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was quite a business to be in, but there was a lot of people in it, and all they've done is eliminated all the people. And here you are, and you, you younger people are getting your information instantaneously off your computer, computers and your iPhones and... Mm-hmm. Things like that, and it's uh, it's a whole lot different than it was. There's there's hardly anybody in it anymore, especially anybody in it that's telling the truth. And when you get into not wanting to do business, you you want to you want to actually get into sports uh, and not talk politics. I mean, that's very hard with these guys, you know, fighting it out on the football field, and then during the week they're fighting about who's gay and who's not gay. And then they, they want to go to the Supreme Court and, and get married, you know, the gay people, right? I mean, that's all political in sports. So you really cannot escape it. But uh, this lady, this young lady, Kimberly, what was, her, was her last name you said Knight? You mean Lib- Libby. Libby. Not, not Kimberly, not Kimberly. Libby Knight, yeah. That's me. Knight, is, it, is, is she part of the Knight family from Santa Cruz, or is she... 
Um, uh, my mom's last name is Pierini, and my dad's last name is Knight, but I don't know anyone else I'm related to here, so... Because Mr. <laughs> Mr. Zwirling's, uh, co-host was a knight. Oh, no. I don't know anyone. I'm, I'm related to people in Oregon and Europe, and that's about it. Oh, well, how many people in there from Santa Cruz? Uh, like native Santa Cruzans? Is that what you're asking, Richard? Yeah, Santa Cruz High, Santa Cruz or Aptos? Or? I was born and raised here. I just, my family wasn't, but, um, huh. what about Yeah, very strange. No. All right. Well, great. Well, it's yeah. all the same when it comes to mass communication. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it can be from here all the way around the world and back instantly. Oh. That's what I really loved about radio. Okay. And my part of the radio was I worked at uh, KDON in sales. So when you have to deal with, you know, communications, you have to make money some way, and that's done in advertising. And that's a whole different animal. If you want to make the most money in radio, go into sales. Exactly. No, that, that's absolutely a true statement. All right. Yeah. Thank All you, right. Michael. Yeah, thank you, uh, uh, Richard N. Watsonville. <laughs> um, uh, Nick and Royal Oaks. By the way, 479-1080, that's an area 831 is uh, the number to call if you want to join the program here. I, I, I want you guys to be thinking about who's going to switch over to this seat next hour, okay, and be and be the host and just sort of – I'll just be a passive person because I, I plan to do that all – from the beginning, okay. and it just didn't work out that way. It's it, it's not it's obnoxious. I want to. It really needs to be a pilot for you guys. So think about who's going to do this, and or maybe maybe you want to rotate or something like that. But you guys figure that out. In about five minutes, we're going to be breaking for CBS News. Then we're going to have a, a commentary from my mom and uh, and uh, one or two other uh, th- things here. I think my uh, sales. Um, um, my sales promo, because we're looking, we don't have a single person selling advertising in Monterey County where there's like at least a, a quarter of a million people, many of whom listen to us, you know. And so what an opportunity. What an opportunity. But, but we don't want someone who is, is who we have to train because we don't have time to do that. We want someone who works for another radio station over there and and wants to work wants to, wants to work with us and just basically have the whole place to themselves you know and, and that's what we're hoping to get out and I'm we're going to run that promo here again uh, at the top of the hour here um so let's see uh oh we're going to take uh, the caller here uh Nick, Nick and Royal Oaks. Good morning. Thank you. Hi. Uh, I like the tattoo issue. Uh, did you ever? Did you hear that the TSA warned, uh, made a spring break, break warning about tattoos? They say don't get them. Oh wow! No. A spring Isn't that break. The TSA. So they said basically don't get drunk and get a stupid tattoo. Is that what they were? Yeah, saying? basically somebody should be telling you, but it's a TSA. Well, yeah, that's you know, security. You, you don't. Um, did you hear that guy got t- gunned down last week? Um, because of his tattoo. Oh, what was his tattoo? What? Do you know what it was? Uh, some people outside, maybe painters or something. I don't know. They looked in the window and saw a gun, and they reported a gun. It was a tattoo on the guy's arm. Oh, oh I think I, I heard, heard about, about that. that. Yeah. Well, hold on now, because the one that I'm thinking of, I, I, I come across, uh, I think, the same one. What I read was the man got arrested. He got hassled by the cops because there were a couple of tree trimmers hanging out behind his uh, apartment building when he came out. He had like a pair of pajama pants on and no shirt and on his hip. 
like it. On his hip, he had what looked to be a handgun tattooed. But I mean, anybody with a brain or an IQ over, you know, whatever the standard is these days, would be able to tell that's a tattoo. It's you know, it conforms with the man's hip bone. But nonetheless, he uh, he got hassled for it. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he. I mean, I, I don't know. There, there's been several cases of, of, you know, people being harassed because they've had gun tattoos now. So I'm not saying that, you know, nobody's been shot over it. But I certainly, uh, I don't, I don't remember even anybody getting shot down. I just remember the guy got like detained and and possibly arrested or hassled. I think he got arrested for resisting arrest though because they were hassling him and he was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I, I know other communities, <laughs> they do make up stories. I, I have a strawberry field next to me, and they use methyl bromide. And, and, the tra- and one of the tractor drivers you know, from Mexico, he lives there now and established, uh, was digging out a ditch for water to drain into. And I walked out, and, you know, they call it, in, in reggae, you put your arm up a little bit, and it's like they call it lightning to flash. And he, he looks at me and, and runs off, and, and he goes to the guys over there, and I got a knife. So they're running over, and I'm right, I got a knife. But I'm telling you about telling stories. They're trying to say something. But um, my grandma, she uh, said she never wanted me to have one, and she uh, was very strong about it. I had a recluse spider bite on my foot, and I wanted to put a web around it. But actually, right now, I can't even find it, so I'm glad I've waited for the right person to put it on. That's the important thing, not to do it fast. My grandma passed last night. Oh, oh wow. sorry to hear, man. Sorry to hear. She was under the three. Oh. oh, she was morphine to death, actually. She oh, she, she succumbed very peacefully. Yeah, that's a s- smooth way to go. At least no, very little pain on morphine. Yeah. So I, now I'm looking at my 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 uh, again my my scar, and it's not even there. So I got to rethink what I'm doing. <laughs> Do you have no so tattoos now? Really I'm not marked because you look like a concentration camp out there. They shrink and they look ugly and. You, you really regret, regret what you did. Okay, well, how do you feel about, um, let's say you walk into a Starbucks or a business, a local business, and some, uh, some, one of the persons that are working has tattoos up and down their arms. Do you find that offensive? Well, I've had, I've, yes and no. No, actually, I find the suspicion around the life, I have to look at a different suspicion, but you know, my problem is going in with no shoes and maybe not combing my hair and you know, walking out with some spit in it in the most decent of places. I mean, there's just kids running around with no supervision and they don't have tattoos at all, but when they get the tattoos, it gets organized and I, do I don't want to be feel like. I hate to do this, gang, but the alligator is going to get us in 10 seconds, okay? So we're, 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 we're wrapping up. Thank you, Nick, and Royal Oaks. KSCO Santa Cruz, Salinas, Monterey, San Jose. It's 11 a.m. Here's CBS News. CBS News, I'm Pam Coulter. A day after Russia formally annexed Crimea, pro-Russia forces attacked Ukraine's Belbek Air Base in Crimea. Sky News correspondent Stuart Ramsey is there and says the base is now completely under Russian control. Two armored personnel carriers came pretty fast down a, a ridge line that overlooks the base and came through the wall. It was a special forces operation. They came in, there was uh, stun grenades thrown in. Uh, there was definitely some live fire, presumably in the air, but certainly a Ukrainian soldier, at least one, was hit. 
Malaysian officials announced today a Chinese satellite picked up an image of what some, of some debris about 70 miles from where other debris was seen in the Indian Ocean, but it's still not known if it's from the missing Flight 370. CBS's Steve Futterman. There was a great deal of excitement after this announcement was made, but a few hours after the announcement, Australian officials announced that this new image is in an area that's already been searched. That doesn't mean that they're not going to continue the search, but it does damper some of the initial excitement. In Beijing, First Lady Michelle Obama said Americans' thoughts and prayers are with those waiting for word of their loved ones on the missing plane. CBS's Shannon Van Zandt. First Lady Michelle Obama spoke at Peking University today about the importance of education and human rights. She's on a whirlwind tour of China, where she is meeting China's First Lady, Peng Liyuan. In today's speech, Mrs. Obama said when it comes to expressing yourself freely and having open access to information, she and President Obama believe those are universal rights. President Obama believes all hard-working Americans should be rewarded, including women, noting in his weekly address. On average, a woman still earns just 77 cents for every dollar a man does. He said the economy hasn't caught up to the new reality that women make up half the workforce. In the GOP address, Michigan Governor Rick Snyder. Small business owners, entrepreneurs, and innovators are the engine of job creation. It's up to government to help create the environment where jobs can grow. My fellow Republican governors and I are doing just that. Perfect brackets fizzled early, and so did dreams of winning a billion dollars. I'm Gary Nunn. It had the potential of outdoing Mega Millions and Powerball several times over, but it was not to be. The NCAA bracket bonanza has been reduced to a hodgepodge of blurred lines. Quicken Loans and Yahoo team to offer fans a chance to win a billion dollars for correctly picking every winner in the men's basketball tournament. But by the end of round two, none of the 11 million entries were still in the running for the top prize, thanks to several upsets. However, the top 20 entrants will get $100,000 apiece, no matter how accurate their picks. Gary Nunn, CBS News. Glenna DeJong and Marsha Casper got married in Michigan this morning. They were the first same-sex couple to tie the knot since a federal judge tossed out the same-sex marriage ban in the state. This is CBS News. Get the stinky dog away from me. PD stopped eating. All his hair fell out. Mounds and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Bad breath and bad gas. Chew himself raw. Sticky, gooey, smelly. She scratched incessantly. At least $5,000 in that bill. And all it took was one container of Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Adding Dynavite to their diet has every single dog in my kennel looking better than they have ever looked. The shedding has stopped and the itching has stopped. Tons of energy, no more bad smell. She has gotten this puppy look. Her coat has sheen. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. My vet was completely blown away. Dynavite's the bomb. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com. You have it tuned in to KSCOAM 1080 and KOMYAM 1340, serving Santa Cruz, San Jose, Salinas, Monterey, and Watsonville, four minutes past 11 a.m. on Saturday, March 22nd, 2014. Currently 54 degrees at KSCO Studios, your friendly voice here, Aaron Shore, with your local King of the Hill traffic and Central Coast weather. As far as roadways in and around Santa Cruz County, all county roads and major highways 1 and 17 in both north and southbound directions. 
traveling up and to the limit with no signs of any delay. In Monterey County at 101 northbound at San Miguel Canyon. It looks like a traffic collision took place. No injuries, thank goodness. Units are assigned to the scene shortly before the top of the hour. In Monterey as well on County Road 16 at Arroyo Seco Road. Units have been assigned to a scene for a traffic hazard. It looks like a moving truck is stuck in the roadway in a pothole. Units are assigned to the scene to remove the truck as soon as possible. In the San Benito County area of Hollister and Gilray, a live or dead animal has been reported at 101 southbound at Maston. Units are assigned to the scene. It looks like a donkey has its head stuck in a fence. Your northern Monterey Bay Central Coast forecast for today. Sunshine, it looks like, is breaking through outside. Those clouds are dissipating from this morning. Highs are going to be reaching the mid-60s by the afternoon. Light winds becoming southwestbound 5 to 10 miles per hour in the afternoon. Your voters forecast for the northern Monterey Bay. North winds currently 15 to 25 knots. Wind waves 4 to 7 feet. Northwest swells 7 to 9 feet at 13 seconds. Approaching 6 minutes past the hour. Stay tuned for hour number 2 of the Saturday special with MZ. Brought to you by Los Animas Concrete and the California Grill. And now here's a special message from Kay Zwirling. The following is a KSCO commentary. Here is Kay's Whirling. I wrote this story about my mother in 1981, two years after her death. I was studying clinical philosophy at that time, a new discipline which was deep, personal, and analytical. And while I was still missing my mom, I thought about her a great deal then. Parents and children have powerful and intimate relationships and perspectives about each other, sometimes positive and sometimes negative and sometimes neutral. Here I reveal my mother through my own appreciation of being a child, a parent, and a grandparent. I address a philosophical problem, that of finding a sense of groundedness in response to the universal human problem of the abyss, that is, the lack of meaning and aloneness or nothingness. My mother found her ground in God, and in so many ways, now I do too. This is called my mother's ground. She came to America from Greece in 1912 or thereabouts at the age of 16, the fourth in a family of six children, quite poor. She had been a young school teacher in her village. Her sister and brother-in-law in New York sent her the fair to join them in the land of hope and opportunity. She met and married my father, had three children, became a widow at 42. With the three of us married or gone soon after, she remained alone in the big house and somehow managed to make the money last. I worried and wondered at her aloneness every night. She would say to me, God will take care of me. I'm not afraid. God was my mother's ground. An invalid for six years and in need of continual custodial care, my 82-year-old mother spent her final years in a local convalescent home. At times, she was amazingly alert, other times forgetful, most often strangely peaceful 
and content. In the early days of her confinement, she would often ask in bewilderment, ¿Por qué el Dios me hizo esto? Why did God do this to me? Interestingly, after her second stroke, she communicated almost exclusively in Spanish, her native tongue, despite the fact that she had been quite articulate in English. What made it possible for my mother to face each day with valor, even a smile? Her philosophy, which she affirmed each day when we were together, Todo lo que hace Dios es para bien. Everything that God does is for good. God was my mother's ground. In a way, I envied her very much, for I don't believe she ever allowed herself to see the abyss. She chose very early in her life to insulate herself from the anxiety of nihilism by a total and daily commitment to the will of God. What a fascinating and incongruous polarity of personality was my mother, a most gentle, benign imposition of an iron will in areas concerning her children and a personal, complete and total surrender to the will of God. Indeed, God was my mother's ground. For KSCO, this is Kay Swirling. This message is directed to Monterey County-based, experienced radio advertising salespeople. KSCO was the fastest-growing radio station in the Monterey-Salinas-Santa Cruz market because we are independently and locally owned and operated, and most of our programming is innovative and locally originated. We have nobody selling advertising in Monterey County, where we have an enormous audience that loves and appreciates us. If you are a good, professional, experienced radio ad account rep and would like to represent KSEO as our Monterey County sales manager, I want to talk to you. Please send a confidential email to me, mz at kseo.com. That's mz at kseo.com. KSEO is an equal opportunity employer. And now, our number two of the Saturday special with your host, MZ. Oh, hello, darling. I hate to hang up on you, but... I'm sorry, baby, but I have to go. It's time for that wonderful record show. I'd love to visit, but you'll have... What I meant to say, gang, was we're going to do something a little different uh, starting now. Uh, uh, Rod Alec is going to sit in the host chair, and he's going to become a host for the rest of this program. I'll be around, you know, if needed, but he's going to punch up the callers, and he's going to sort of uh, work with, uh, uh, with, the, with the rest of the group here, Eli, Patricia, Libby, and Samantha. 
um, and, uh, and 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 sort of do hour number two. We'll make it a real pilot, okay? And uh, we'll just sort of see what happens and and uh, roll with roll with the punches and go with the flow. So, here is Rod Alec. Hey, Rod. Hey, thanks for the introduction, MZ. My name is Rod Alec, and I'm going to be taking over, I guess, for the next hour. Uh, we're going to be talking about all sorts of fun stuff, but we want to leave a little bit of it up to you guys calling in today at uh, 831-479-1080. Go ahead and call us at KSCO with your thoughts on uh, on the show, on tattoos. Um, I got a small list of things here that we could chat about, and uh, one of them is uh, dispensaries and e-cigarettes. So... I'll shift the floor over to you guys for a minute here, and uh, let's see. What do you guys think about, uh, take a topic, dispensaries, e-cigarettes, so what, what pulls you today? I want to hear what people think about tattoos in the workplace. and um, tattoos. All right. Well, I just no, want, we had, show, we had like, it's not my show. We had like <laughs> one caller with that, and I just want to hear a little bit more. So right. people would call in and say like how they, um, even with just baristas or if, if in any store, in any situation, like what you think of everyday tattoos. It could be a, a rose on their forearm or it could be like a, who knows really. A full blown face tattoo. Yeah, just, just face tattoos. Of California, right oh, here. I've seen that though, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's purple, right. man. So it looks like I got a caller. I just see uh, hit the well, play button. Well, it's being screened right now, so you won't be able to put them on until. until Aaron decides whether or not the person should go on the air. Am I the only person here who actually has a tattoo? Probably. It looks oh like it. Oh my you goodness. Have a I do. What is yours of? I have a purple daisy tattoo. Oh, where is it? It's on my hip and I got it when I turned the day I turned 18. Oh wow. See, not I so sure if that, that was a great idea. <laughs> so do you regret it? See, that is adorable. It's Look little. At that. It's so little you could like hide it. So yeah, it's not a big that's deal. It's not bad. But it's pretty cute. Well, I don't, I don't see daisy. how that could offend anyone. Daisy's so. my favorite flower. It is a and relatively purple's your favorite flower. color. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we do have a caller. It looks like Brad in Santa Cruz is on the line, so we're going to kick over to him. Hey, oh, Brad, bye. how are you today? Hi, dudes. Good. Oh, hey, Brad. Brad. Hello, Professor. So, Brad Kava phoned so, it in today. Brad, bro. This so, is our teacher. Yeah, we know him. So, Tattoo. No, I'm anonymous. Tattoo. Here's my. <laughs> Here's my real opinion. This I have to know because I'm old, right? I don't have one. But so, like, when I was 13, I wore a Nehru shirt. You know what those are? No. you A what shirt? A Nehru. They were a trend when we were young, like the Beatles wore them. Then (laughs) when I was 20, I wore polyester bell bottoms, like John Travolta. Oh, man. Did you have an afro? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really do it, but people did, right? So you, but those fashions now you laugh at. You think, oh my God, who had Farrah Fawcett hair? Who had this? So the trouble is with tattoos, you have to live with that decision you made at a certain time of your life for the rest of your life. Don't you think that's a little like too much commitment to something that could go out of style? You see, that's exactly where I, why I put it somewhere where most people can't see and I can cover it up easily. Like. If I was someone who had, like, a full sleeve or something, I would probably be having regrets right about now. Not going (laughs) to lie. But tattoos aren't just a trend. You know, they've been around for years and years and years in different cultures with different styles. And it is mostly a trend. You know, now modern, we get 
we get different things that appeal to us. And I do agree, if you make such a fast decision with a tattoo, like, oh, I'm going to get a horse on my arm because I love horses. Like, <laughs> you're probably going to regret that because you may not have the same love for horses your entire life. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, okay, like, what if it's your child's name and you get it? I mean, not on your face, not on your chest, <laughs> nothing that's that visible, but it's something that's important to you or a piece of artwork that you love. Like, you could get a drawing your grandmother did or your best friend or something like that. You could get something really personal, and I think that that appeals to a lot of people because it is there forever. It is something to remember people by. Brad, if, uh, <laughs> if, if tattoos weren't permanent, right, and you could just get rid of one at any time, what, what tattoo would you get today? <laughs> Well, I would have a harmonica somewhere, and then maybe I would have my math comm classes names all tattooed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, Brad. <laughs> good answer, good answer. Yeah. That is a good I, answer. I, I think that there are certain tattoos that go out of style eventually. Like in the early 2000s, you know, Britney Spears got like angel wings or something on, on her shoulder blades. Oh, and now there's, you know... 3,000 girls walking around with angel wings and they don't know what to do with oh, them. Oh, and infinity tattoos. A yeah, lot yeah, of yeah, yeah, exactly. Infinity they're, tattoos they're, and feathers. Like, yeah. Feathers are big right now. Certain kinds of tattoos are trends. I do agree with that, but I don't think that tattoos in and of themselves are a trend. I think they're going to be around for a while. Well, according to the Smithsonian, they're almost 5,200 years old. There was a, an Iceman, an Aust- uh, Austrian Iceman that was discovered who had tattoo dots all over himself. So, I mean, tattoos are certainly not a trend that are going anywhere, but I agree. Like, And they were originally therapeutic. So, I mean, that yeah. guy, um, he had tattoos of dots and crosses on his ankle, his knee, and his lower back, I believe. And it, and uh, after they analyzed his body, the only thing they could figure out was that he probably had that t- those tattoos um, to help his arthritis. Right, there you go. So, medical. Well, well, so two things, two more things. So, one, now those sleeves are big. I mean, that's a huge thing, sleeves. But mm-hmm. those things don't go away. And more and more... I mean, what I would say reputable people are getting them, and I just wonder how they're going to feel when they're my age having that sleeve. I've seen some pretty and badass old people with tattoos. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know, so Brad. Would, I think would, they're going to be having some regrets. Would you guys hire somebody and, uh, you know, would you vote for a president who had a sleeve? It would depends you, on the personality. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't depend. For me, it doesn't depend on whether or not they have a sleeve. It's what kind of you know platform they're running on. If it was if it was someone who I agreed with their their politics and I wanted to see them in office, then yeah, I'd vote for them in a heartbeat. Um, well, it, it doesn't matter what yeah, they have on their body. Sleeve shouldn't really matter. What what about when you uh, when you try to get a customer service job and they say, "Oh man, you know, you have to cover that up. We really don't. You don't present a good image to the customer looking like that." It happens all the time, and a lot of people miss out on on good opportunities because of it. I'm sure they they are they do regret it. I I, I was wondering though, Eli, you said that it doesn't matter what's on there. What if what if your presidential candidate had you know like the Grand Wizard of the KKK? <laughs> You know, like, is that... Okay. I mean, I, I can see where sometimes they have an issue with, with the image. You know, content can really mean a lot. You know, like we said, that's the fad, is the content, not necessarily the... Oh, oh, oh okay, well, I, I, I do see where you're coming. I meant more like like having, you know, an infinity tattoo or sure. something on your wrist. But, yeah, if he does have, you know, like a, a KKK hood down his 
arm or something <laughs> absurd like that, then yeah, that would. I mean, but that, but then again, that re- that relates to his his politics. So and, I think it's if a tattoo, a tattoo's content personally offends you with like a bad a word or something like that, or just slurs, kind of really offensive things that, if said aloud or if seen even not on the body as a tattoo, would be offensive. Then yeah, you shouldn't have that in the workplace. But if it's something personal and it's a it's a form of art that really on its own wouldn't offend someone, I think that's totally fine. Like, And it has to do with the employer, too. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they don't want someone representing them uh, and they have body art and that's not okay with them, they should be able to make that choice, too. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't right, be forced right. to have ta- people because, they're ta- they, because <laughs> they have tattoos. But I do think that um, some people should be more open-minded about it. You know? That's true. Well, hey, Brad, man, I wanted to thank you for your call. It looks like i got a few more callers on the line. I'll go for it. Thanks for calling in and have a Bye nice Brad. day. Bye, Brad. See you Tuesday. <laughs> Get here, Brad. All right. Okay, now I'm, I don't know how to tell if this is being screen stiller, so we're just going to go over to Bruce in Watsonville and see how it goes. Hey, Bruce, how are you doing today? Oh, good. Yourself? I'm excellent, man. I'm, I'm on the fly hosting a radio show. I didn't expect to do that this morning. <laughs> right on. Well, I just wanted to weigh in on the, the tattoo thing here. I, I have a daughter that is now uh, 23, and uh, she got tattoos when she was 19. And uh, there's two on her hand, uh, on both hands. They're birds uh, that cover up the back of her hand and got one on her chest and one uh, on her back that's big, covers her whole back. And um, I I warned her against this early on, even as there, I have two girls, and... Uh, and they both have tattoos, and I told them, don't get tattoos, don't get tattoos, don't get tattoos, <laughs> and what do you know? <laughs> tattoos. You know, so okay, that, that was then. You know, fast forward to today, uh, my oldest daughter tried to get jobs, and uh, she was turned down over and over again, and they seemed uh, like they would be pretty promising over the phone, but when she went in for an interview, suddenly... Uh, they were turned off, and um, she had pretty good qualifications. I mean, uh, the same as anybody else going for the job, and uh, and I do believe that that was the reason that she didn't get it, didn't get the position. And I would just, uh, I'm just going to throw this out to your audience, and uh, they can throw up on it if they will. But uh, <laughs> I think getting uh, a tattoo is uh, the worst decision that a young kid can do because they like the uh, earlier caller they're going to have this for the rest of their life and when they're that age you know 17 18 19 20 getting a tattoo they're not old enough or wise enough to make a decision that, like that and um can i ask you a question so, sure um when she went in for her job interview did she have her tattoos visually displayed or did she cover them up well no it's hard to cover up the birds on, oh, your on her hands yeah, yeah. Hands are and, uh, common. and she tried to cover up the rest of them, of course, with a you know with a shirt and and, and whatnot. But uh, but you know that's hard to that's hard to miss for an employer. And, and and what employer in his right mind? I mean, if they're they're dealing with the public, is going to take the chance or the risk of hiring someone that might offend his customers. Mm-hmm. 
You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I do think, though, if you think your daughter was as qualified as any other person minus tattoos, I think that she should have an equal opportunity to get that job. And I think a lot of workplaces are changing nowadays so that they're more accepting of tattoos. And at least here they are. Yeah, at least I don't know about anywhere else. I really don't. But mm -hmm. I do think that um, it's it's being becoming more of like an open mind, you know? Like a lot of people are um, accepting that uh, tattoos that aren't really offensive, you know? And I think that's a positive thing. So Agreed. And, and, and you can say that all you want, but the stigma is still out there, and I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. Yeah. Do you think that there's a Do you think that there's an age where where it's where it where it is wise to get a tattoo? I mean, you mentioned earlier that like 17 to 20 year olds really aren't prepared. But I mean, you've had a few kids, raised a few daughters. It sounds like would you Would you say it would be at, at your age that if you got a tattoo, it would be more wise or less less regrettable? regretful? No, I don't <laughs> think getting them at all anytime as for anybody. I don't see where it's value added to your life. I just don't true. see it. I think it's I think it's adding to you as a person though. It's kind of it's it's bringing you apart from other people and but it's I, all about vanity though. You it know? is. Oh yeah, and, it totally yeah. is. You so, want something beautiful really, on they your don't, body. They don't do anything. I well, have one and I can say that they really don't do anything yeah. for you in the long run. You know? Mm. They really don't. It's not yeah. it's something nice to remember, but uh, I, I guess but why why can't people feel good about themselves? Like if if someone mm -hmm. gets, you know, uh, an infinity an infinity symbol tattooed on their ankle and that makes them feel good. What's the, what's the harm in that? Well, sometimes they have deep There's meanings, many. and if they have a deep meaning behind it, it's like a constant reminder. Mm -hmm. So I understand that. But with me, I know I'd never want a, ha a tattoo because I'm so indecisive that I know the next day I'd be unhappy with it. Yeah. Well, that's why I think it is. Anyway, I just beauty wanted to weigh in on that. Yeah, thank, thank you very you. much, thank Bruce. You. Have a nice day, man. I appreciate your call. Mm -hmm. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye, thank Bruce. You. Bye. Well, it really is kind of a, a beauties in the eye of the beholder thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. like Bruce, for instance, he just he doesn't want a tattoo. He doesn't see the value in it. But you know, like Patricia got a tattoo, and it it has value for her life, even if it doesn't really, you know, help you do your homework. At the end of the day, it's still, <laughs> you know, it's it's a useful thing. Also, we got to remember that tattoos are removable. It may not be the same, uh, and, it, 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 and it is painful. It's painful, it's and it does like, cost money. It's uglier to get your tattoo removed than to just keep your tattoo. You can probably, get, like, but probably. You can get but, them covered up, too. They yeah. have ways of covering yeah. it up. There's a show, uh, I think it's called Tattoo Nightmares or something yeah. like that, and it's really <laughs> entertaining for me. I watch it all the time because it's funny to see the tattoos that people have gotten, and they all have a mistake story behind uh, them. Those are so sad. Those really are. It's mostly drunk nights. Like, yeah, I let this guy tattoo my butt in the basement, so that was really interesting. <laughs> Those are the decisions that you make oh, when you're yeah. young that Bruce is talking about. I guess that's for the, about. the TSA <laughs> thing for spring break tattoos. So we've got a couple more callers, guys. This is pretty exciting. Like, we're live on Ooh. the radio, and people want to talk to us. So I want to throw it out there again, 479. No one's scared. The number's 479-1080. you got a bunch of young kids in the in the house today to talk to, and We're talking about everything from tattoos to politics, and it's it's been a lot of fun. It looks like Billy and Sunshine is our next caller on the line. Uh, just to put it out there, to plant the seed, we're also thinking about what favorite apps are people using. So if you all have any favorite apps or cool things like that that you want to talk about, feel free and to call in. And ask us questions, please. Ask yeah, us questions just questions. about we're, anything, basically. Feel free. We're new at this, so we're trying to it's run exciting. the whole show. <laughs> Grillo. So, all right, here we go. Billy and Sunshine, how are you today? Hey guys, hey guys. 
So I'm like a very hip old man. So let me tell you how it looks from, from you know, our point of view. Well, One of the things I always say to young folks is that I am so glad that when I was young, the only thing I had to do to fit in was grow my hair long and wear blue jeans. I didn't have to put metal in my face. I didn't have to show what an individual I was by getting a tattoo like everyone else. Uh, you know, they always say, well, I'm an individual. I want to show my individuality by doing what everyone else is doing. Here's the problem. Tattoos, whether attractive or unattractive, they don't stand the test of time on a body. They tend to darken the body stretches and moves. Let me tell you something. I have things that were here, and they've moved over here now. Oh, so... The fact that you all know about these, these TV shows about tattoo horror stories and, well, it's easy to get off, it's not easy. The fact is plenty of people are trying to get, get rid of them. And so, and that's the issue. It's, it's, if you want to put a, a cute little thing on your hip or a Chinese saying on the back of your hand, well, you think it says peace and love and it probably says idiot. I think that's a lot of these Chinese hey, don't call things me white idiot. person, <laughs> white idiot. <laughs> As long as it's so right and you know what it means, then <laughs> then you'll still be unhappy with it 20 years later. So you're you're That's disappointed with your tattoo. You can see 20 years down the road, no one is almost no one is happy with their tattoo. Do you have tattoos? No, and you know what else I don't have that I wish I did? I never even pierced my ear, which oh, wow. you know. I would have done that. That's cool. And I just never got around to it. You missed the boat on that one. I don't know about that. I did. I missed the boat on that. pretty popular right now. I did have long hair and I had a ponytail. <laughs> Even though I started getting bald, I kept my ponytail. And boy, is that silly. <laughs> Half a ponytail. All right. Well, thanks, Hang Billy, for your call, man. I've got you Tom in Arkansas up next. Thanks. Well, I think I have Tom in Arkansas up next. All are you right. there? Hey, yes, we are here. Tom, Hi, are you Tom. in Arkansas? Yes, I'm in Clarksville, Arkansas. Excellent. Oh. Are you listening on the Internet? Welcome. Listening to you on the stream. Oh, I'm on radio. Well, thanks for Are you a Santa Cruz this. local then from before, or are you a... No, no, I'm a friend of MZ's. Oh, awesome. Oh. Okay. Well, thanks for calling. So anyway, what can we talk about today? Tattoos. Uh, I am absolutely covered with them. Uh Ooh. 58 years old, soon to be 59. Uh, I'm obsessed with tattoos, you know. So, and a lot of people, I think, you you know, it's easy to get one and then become obsessed with them. And so I just come to the realization I'm obsessed with them. And, you know, some you either like. Oh, we're oh. losing you. Yeah. Are you on a cell phone there, Tom? Uh, yes, I'm on a cell phone. Oh, now, I'm hearing you, you really well. Excellent. No, we got okay, you back. Okay, yeah. So I'm, I, you know, I have lots of tattoos. I'm, you know, I'm obsessed with them, and I've, you know, I've just kind of faced that fact. And uh, you either like them or you don't. And uh, but what I would suggest, you know, if, if people are on the fence, and I get questions all the time about them, of course, uh, if you're on the fence, experiment with the temporary ones. You know, there's plenty of temporary tattoos, big ones, small ones, all kinds of different designs. Experiment. And if you suddenly find you find that you have the urge to, you know, immediately get rid of it, wash it off, you know, consider yourself lucky. Uh, but that's, you know, that's the way to handle that. Uh, I would suggest if you're not really sure, get one that you can e easily hide with clothing. Now, I, you know, I've kind of gone way beyond that. Uh, but, 
I drive a truck, an uh, over-the-road truck driver, so it literally doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> I look. Yeah. Do you have a particular tattoo that you regret getting? Uh, did I regret? No, not at all. Uh, I don't regret. Do you have a favorite? Uh, well, the one on the top of my head gets the most attention. <laughs> what is it? Is it a pair? This, uh, <laughs> is it uh, Thor's no. hammer? Actually, actually, it's a, it's a, it's kind of like a scary face with lots of teeth. Okay. <laughs> all right. That sounds kind of sweet. But I'm, yeah. but I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed, and I make, I make no bones about it, and, uh, I just go about my business, and some. And it's interesting because over time, it used to be I'd get comments just all all the time, and now I can go days, and I'm covered with tattoos. I can go days with no comments at all, and uh, I think it's because of all these tattoo shows. Yeah, yeah that's true. It, kind of, it really has it really has gone mainstream, and then Definitely. the other thing that I'm seeing. People that are my age, I'm 58, I'll soon be 59, I'm seeing a lot of older people that have probably gotten tattoos within the last few years, and that, that not only includes men, but uh, women as well, you know, the grandmother types. I see lots of grandmothers with tattoos, so yeah, that's interesting. it has kind of moved them, it has moved into the mainstream, uh, so. That's good. Well, thanks for your call, Tom. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you. Glad you're Thank you. online. That's yeah. very cool. It's new technology is doing okay. for us. <laughs> Have a good day. Thank you. All right. You too. Bye-bye. All right. If my grandma ever got a tattoo, I'd be the first to jump up and say, I'll go with you. I'll <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool, Granny with the tattoo. Yeah. I, think See, I saw so many tattoos working at the boardwalk. Oh, whoa. Is my mic on? Yeah. yeah oh, sorry. My <laughs> headphones are breaking. I couldn't hear anything for a second there. But um, I just saw so many tattoos at the boardwalk, and I saw beautiful ones that I would love to have on my arm or my back or something like that. And then I saw portraits of children that would haunt my dreams. So <laughs> yeah. it really depends on what. And would you want you them making your coffee? Yeah, I don't care, man. Like you're, <laughs> if they can make a good cup of coffee, yeah. so be it. See, I agree. I actually, uh, I've, I've worked in the coffee business. I worked for Starbucks for a while, and. I knew a lot of people with tattoos, and, and particularly it never affected the way that they made a latte, uh, unless it was brand new and maybe still sore, but mm -hmm. short of that, you know, I, it didn't I, seem to affect their, their work skills. And I think this, this tattoos in the workplace also relates to uh, tattoos, more, more so facial tattoos, and, um, and, and you know, vibrantly colored hair. I'm doing a uh, quote hair <laughs> poster. Um, vibrant. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, what is the difference between, you know, six inches of an earring to a nose ring? How, how much of a difference is that to, you know, I, I worked for, for a grocery store for a little while and you couldn't have any jewelry on your face. You could have, you know, stud earrings, but that was it. Well, I want to think about too, like tattoos on people like doctors, because I, I've, I haven't seen very much of that at all, and I don't know what people would think about having their surgeon having tattoos. You I've know, like, had a oh, would you view that as unprofessional? Sleeve, yeah, they probably ahead. spent all their money going to med school. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. When I I saw a physician in the city of Chicago who had a sleeve tattoo, and I was actually I kind of trusted the person more a little bit. To <laughs> yeah. They, you know, there's a certain uh, a realness about people who have tattoos mm -hmm. that kind of personal. You know, yeah, you exactly. see a little bit of their their, 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 their life. Their life. It's more than just a guy in a sterile jacket. Um, yeah. Ooh, we got more callers, guys. Bring them on. All right, looks like Mel in Santa Cruz. We're gonna pull you up first, good man. 
I hope, man. Maybe miss. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Melanie, hey, Mel. how are you? Yeah, miss. Um, I'm 58, going on 59, and I'm totally unbothered by tattoos, except when they're facial. That seems kind of antisocial to me. Mm-hmm. And my my daughter has a beautiful uh, Pegasus on her back, but uh, obviously she only reveals that to certain people. Sure. And I remember she had a tongue ring and her mouth got infected. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really nasty and hard to recover from. Yeah, but um, tattoos are like the norm now. When I was growing up, they were certain types of people that you didn't, you know, want to be with. Everybody has them now. I, I live next door to Valero's, and all the workers are sleeved, and uh, they have them all over. The only, just like I said, the only time I'm offended by them is when they're on somebody's face. Sure. What is it exactly about facial tattoos? And I'm on the page with you here. I agree with you. I'm just wondering why it is that you don't like facial tattoos. I'm not sure. There's something um, antisocial about it. There's something you... Um, so much communication goes on between faces and between yeah. eyes, mm-hmm. and the tattoos are like a blockade from from that distraction. Um, yeah. They clutter up the communication because they're communicating them like in and of themselves. They mm-hmm. communicate. They're so very distracting. Face yeah, face. they do draw. Yeah, yeah very. I'm okay with the like the tattoos behind the ear because mm-hmm. you can easily cover that up. But facial tattoos, not so much. I think it's just also because you don't see them around as much. If we saw facial tattoos as much as we saw um, wrist tattoos or things mm-hmm. like that, I think we'd be more used to it. But I think those right now are kind of the taboo, taboo area mm-hmm. for tattoos. Well, and maybe it's just me. I I'm mean, getting. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Mel. Uh, I'm getting a tattoo as soon as I get my tax money back, but it's to cover, uh, getting a wolf howling at the moon for $150. Oh, wow. oh, awesome. It's to cover up some nasty scar tissue I have on my arm. Good idea. Sure, that's mm-hmm. the way to go. Yeah. See, that's a good thing about tattoos, you know? Yeah, they have Make there's yeah. functionality but there. I'm just wondering, like... Uh, and they are beautiful. Are face tattoos, like, worse than someone who has, like two-inch plugs or, like, uh, tongue piercing or, you know. Eyebrow piercing. Yeah, eyebrow piercing. I think it's the same. Uh, uh, tongue piercing is, like, uh, I, I don't want to see a ring going in and out of somebody's mouth when I'm talking to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just my personal, uh, my personal preference not to see that. I think a lot of people associate tongue piercings as risque, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, point, there's a certain yeah. element of risque. Yeah, yeah. I also think my that... Daughter told me it has, my daughter told me it has all to do with all these sexual things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, That's actually why. Which you don't want to talk with your daughter about, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, keep too much information. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for your well, call. You. I really appreciate you you calling it in today. Yeah, so it's good to catch a, a perspective from somebody thanks, else. Thanks, Mel. Too. Have a good one. Bye bye. Thank you. Yeah, it's interesting. the The common perception is is that it's it's the older people. Ah, I don't know how to make it stop making that noise. <laughs> Press oh. the stop button. We're learning. It's <laughs> the first experience for us, so stick music. with us. Press the pause. There's no pause button. <laughs> well, hey, at least it's good music. I mean, we can jam out to this. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's helping us out. But the tunes are good.
I think we just I think we just broke oh. the station. Oh, oh we're no. good. There we're we back. go. We did not bring the station down. <laughs> did you enjoy that little um, uh, dance break? Yeah. <laughs> interlude. All right. So it looks like Michael in San Jose, who was holding on with us through our technical difficulties, is on the line. How are you today, Michael? I'm doing good. Doing good. good. I don't, this thing with the tattoos. I mean, do I really need to see your tattoo? I mean, are you really that cool? Right. I mean, I. I find them quite ridiculous and a waste of money. I know a guy who had a, you know, I guess you could say a beautiful tattoo sleeve. He spent five thousand dollars on it. That's right? I mean, do crazy. do people need to spend? I mean, this woman, she gets her tax return. She said, "I'll oh, get a tattoo." Really? How about put some money in the bank? Well, I mean, we've got, everyone you know, has we, their vices. We, you got to remember that, though. You know, people are going to put alcohol no. or but, what, vice. Well, yeah, vices. Yeah. I mean, it, we're in an era where everything is okay, and you wonder why this whole country is so screwed up, right? I mean, nobody values anything, including their own money, right? And then they get a tattoo, and they wonder why they can't find a job. Well, I mean, who wants to see that? I, I was I was over in Portugal, and if you're a waiter at a restaurant or a bartender, they don't allow you to have tattoos because the people in Portugal think it's disgusting to see someone with love and hate on their ta on their knuckles or some ridiculous you, forearm tattoo. I mean, come on, you know. I mean, it's it, it's disgusting. I mean, do you, do you really need to see that? I know some people have tattoos who cover them up out of respect well, for other people. About, how do you feel about advertising, Michael? Because I mean, it's it kind of sounds like what your issue with tattoos are is it's people self advertising. But every day when you drive down the street or you turn on your TV, you catch. You know, all sorts of ads in your face. And, you know, they well, pay for a lot know, of entertainment, but at the same time, you know, I it's can't in face. wait to see those ads. Of course I don't like them. What do you think? You can talk from my phone. I mean, that's, that's a loaded question. Of course I don't like to see a bunch of ads. I know what I want to buy anyway. I majored in advertising anyway, so I for surely hate it. Interesting. So, you know, I, I know, I know, I know what time it is when it comes to advertising. I, I just I just kind of find it a, a, a ridiculous. When I was, you know, tattoos on the faces, and you were talking about those big earrings, mm -hmm. those big earring plus. I mean, I mean, what are we a bunch of Polynesians in the in the 15th century? I mean, what is that? Well, what, man? What, what if someone wants to get that though? What if that's what, that way of expressing themselves? Like that? Oh, that it's you know that is so exciting. They're expressing themselves. My God, I mean, these. I want to say I the mean, people with tattoos, that. You know? I, I want to say the people that do this kind of stuff, and I find it. So often, like, I don't know, in, like, Anglo-Saxon cultures, they're so deprived. They're, you're, de <laughs> you're deprived. Oh, I need to express myself. Oh, oh, I, I mean, come on. I mean, well, who are your parents, you know? I mean, you need to express yourself. Well, our parents I mean, are the please. ladies and gentlemen that built the country that gives you the you, freedom to call in and tell yeah. us how you feel uh, about that. It makes the same yeah, you, you're the completely are, entitled to your opinion. Yeah, having these I, tattoos I, have the I, same I, entitlements, you know? Right. Well, I'm, I mean, and of course I'm putting you guys in the spots. I want to see what you guys can defend or whatever. But at the same, like I say, I, I find it, it's just, it's disgusting now how many people have tattoos everywhere. What about and, and is I mean, disgusting, though? I don't understand the word disgusting used in this. Well, a lot of them are bad tattoos. A lot of them, you know, have, you know, a lot of them don't look very good. A lot of them are starting to blur. I mean, you have to touch up tattoos. I know about tattoos, right? Well, I mean, okay. I can say all of the same things that you're saying about tattoos now as as I could about my trip through the Art History Museum in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, that's you art. Chose to go is, there. But plus, you got to think about okay. tattoos also. They're kind of like a trend. 
They're trending right now. They've yeah, trended yeah, for, yeah, just for a little while. We were arguing against that earlier. We were just it, it, saying that tattoos have been around for so long. Oh, and they, they have. Oh, wait. Should I, so they I have. should get a tattoo. So maybe we should all get tattoos because it's trendy? <laughs> no. Awesome. No, 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 no. Awesome. Well... I, yeah, we can I mean, get the little temporary uh, ones. The, <laughs> we can get matching temporary tattoos and then wash I mean, them off later. I mean, I want to be. We trendy. really want to be cool, trendy, right? I mean, let's let's all be cool, right? Okay. Let's all be cool. I mean, and let's get let's all get tattoos. I mean, that'd be awesome. Well, I have one, so right. Yeah, I mean, like? yeah, and you can, and and you know what? You're on my side because you realized you wanted yours to be in a special place where only you and significant others get to see it. Are you on his side? I think that... Well, uh, he does have... He has a right to his opinion. Well, yeah, I of agree course. that a lot of people, like, right, because right. things are trendy, yeah. people shouldn't go out and do them okay. because trends do end, it, even though... Did you put it on your cheek? You, you put it, did you put it on your on your right cheek so everyone can see it? Yeah. No. Tech. No, you did. Why didn't you put it on your face? Why didn't you put it on your forearm like a trucker? Right? Yeah. You know? I mean, and so what, what are you going to be if you have these tattoos? You're going to have, like, three jobs you can get. Trader Joe's, a trucker, it's and a cop. <laughs> so, and I think that, Michael, that's not fair, man. That's, that's not fair because, like I was just saying, I mean, I've been I've been seen by physicians with with tattoos. I have college professors with PhDs with tattoos. Oh, I mean, college professors. The truth of the matter is, is they're that, not pillars of society for me. Sorry, they're not demigods to me. Well, they're right? not demigods to me either. They're not. Man. They're not they're demigods. Just, to me. They are the they are the people aside from your elected officials, though, that your communities and society have deemed to be the authorities on specified matters. <laughs> That's specifically, fantastic. I don't specifically, agree with that. Specifically, if you were to speak to, to my anthropology teacher who has a PhD and a whole sleeve up her arm... She is the to, only career teacher she would, be, she, would, she would go down the list of reasons specifically answering all your questions about why people have tattoos, but... Uh, the truth of the matter is, man, I'm going to let you go because we talked for a minute. You made your point, and we defended tattoos the best that we can. But we got some other things that we want to talk about today. But I do want to thank you All for right, giving us a call. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, Bye. thanks. Take it easy, man. All right. Oh, let's see if I can figure out how to turn the turn the phone <laughs> off this time. Ah, I did it. I turned off the phone, everybody. Strong All right, so that was okay. exciting. So, wild. So here's my thing. I think that being against tattoos is fine. I think that having that opinion, that's fine. If you don't want a tattoo, fine, do whatever you want. But I think that telling people you shouldn't get a tattoo, I don't think that's fair. Because because I don't want to see it. Be, like, yeah, not- you should you should cover that up because I don't want to see it and my sensibilities are are put into jeopardy. I think it's the same thing if like like say if you were wearing a tie that I, I didn't say like. your plaid shirt is really yeah it's yeah really yeah exactly. Me off today. and you and you tell me go cover up this this plaid shirt well I'm not going to do that because it it's my decision to wear this and it's my decision to to put this on and and you telling me that's not fair because then I you are trying to dictate what I'm doing. Yeah, but you can't stop anyone from having opinions and, and I know. placing judgment on others. That's everybody's right. Yeah. You no, walk I, around I, and you I'm, judge I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying know. I'm not saying that having an opinion is wrong. I'm saying that, that telling people and forcing your opinion on other people, like telling people not to get tattoos, telling them not to get piercings, telling them, you know, not to wear a certain shirt, I don't think that's fair. It's I don't not I think fair, that's wrong. Well, that's why, but thankfully, it's, right. it's, it's just an opinion. Yeah. Ooh, but what about, aren't there house. dress codes for different jobs? Like, if you go into the courthouse, you have to wear a jacket and tie. And hey, Brad. You have to wear a well, uniform well, in some well, places. Well, well, yeah, but I more mean, like, in public. 
like like that guy was talking about, you know, I don't want to see your facial tattoo. Well, don't look. It's like, true. He's like, he's got as much of a right to not look as you have a right to walk around yeah. with the, you know, but see my, what I was going to say is I'm maybe I'm the only one when I think of symbols on the face, I immediately go to Manson and the swastika on the forehead. Totally. I think of the oh teardrop. Oh, my God. That's yeah, yeah, the teardrop. Right, the prison prison. teardrop. Yeah, you know, definitely. Like, like, every space tattoo tattoos. that I've seen, it's always been a prison tattoo. Mm -hmm. So. And what do those teardrops mean? I don't know. Men, kill, guys someone, killed in right? prison? Or guys oh, killed yeah. on the street. Usually yeah. it's got something to do with death. Yeah. Which is why I think, you know... People are scared when they see a face tattoo because mm -hmm. how do you know that? How do you know the difference between a teardrop and a California state symbol on the side <laughs> of the face? I mean, you really don't. Uh, we do have another caller, guys. Do we want to take another caller? Rory in Watsonville. Rory, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks awesome. for taking my call. Absolutely, thanks uh, for calling it's, in. It's always great to hear young people on the on the radio bold enough to come and express their ideas. Oh, we do uh, our best to be young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're only we young try. once. Let me tell you, it all creeps up on you fast. So listen to old Billy Sunshine about things ending up in other places where they weren't before. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, this, the whole thing with tattoos, I'm 53, almost 54. You know, the only people I knew growing up that had tattoos were sailors. Because there's some, like, sailor, maybe, maybe, uh, pinups. In Watsonville. I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, oh crap! But anyway, uh, there was some lore, uh, Navy lore, sailor lore. You go over the the uh, equator on a ship, you got to get a tattoo, okay? Or some sure. there's hmm. certain rites of passage as, as sailors. Other than that, you know, maybe an occasional biker, and that was about it. You know, and it just to me, I never saw the compulsion for tattoos. It it strikes me as being Aboriginal behavior that. That kind of it's kind of retrograde from civilization. It's kind of going backwards, especially when people start getting those monster round earrings. They just look ridiculous. Right. I, I look at them. I go, "Is this National Geographic from the '60s?" Now I'm looking at these Brazilian tribes with the kids going, "Whoa, check out the check out the ears." But you're downtown. So anyway, and it's. I said, except for your downtown. Anyway, it's, it's, it's everybody's right to express themselves however they want, and that's a wonderful right we have in this country. But it's also the right of a prospective employer to say, I don't want you working for oh, me. Oh, yeah, sure. I heard that. So, you know, you reap, you reap what you sow, and that's okay. Some employers are fine with it. In Santa Cruz, great, but Santa Cruz is a bubble. Go, go very yeah. far outside Santa Cruz and see where those funny earlobe. Yeah, I don't see half as much as that stuff. And like, yeah. say, let's say San Jose, I don't see people walking around with sleeves or plugs or anything mm -hmm. like that. No, and it, you know, and it, 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 the thing is, what I would recommend to young people is, you know, hedge your bets, hold off on the tattoos till either you're a, a business owner or you're significantly <laughs> up in a in a company, and then get the tattoos when you're in your fifties and see if you're out until you're settled in a career kind of yeah. thing. So you're suggesting yeah, so anyway, that perhaps my, my, my teacher and my uh, doctor had got those tattoos after they became successful? Established, kind of. You, you know people that did? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I guess I don't know the timeline, but uh, if you were listening earlier in the show, I mentioned I had a, a doctor who had a sleeve tattoo who was a physician, and then I've got a... Uh, I've had several college professors yep. with tattoos, you know, but I would, I would yeah, that's, perhaps assume that's fine. they got them that's after fine. they were successful. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fine. You know, knock yourself out. But then, you know, some people become successful and then they take, you know, some kind of a hallucinogen and they have a whole 
different perspective on life, you know, and I mean, it happens. But anyways, for young people, I'd say skip it. Uh, if you got to get one, get it between your big toe and the next toe. <laughs> so anyway, I, I'll let you guys go. I just had to chime in on the uh, Aboriginal art aspect of tattoos. Cool. Well, thanks, thanks for, for that. your call. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Take care. Nice day, Hope to hear you again soon. Bye. Yep. Yeah, bye. Thank you. All right. So, do you guys want to move on to any other topics? We had a whole list going on here. <laughs> I want to hear somebody call in with their favorite app. Yeah, let's talk about apps. Come on. Like, well, about what's on you know your what? iPhone? While we're, waiting for, while we're waiting for callers to let us know, let's talk about our favorite apps. What are you guys playing with on your phones when you're not paying attention in class? Oh, oh, man. Man. Flappy <laughs> Bird, you guys. Flappy Bird. <laughs> oh, that Bird. game Wait, was candy, candy okay. Crush. Okay. Candy Crush. You know what is the best app? Shazam. Shazam. You have Shazam, you're, you're in the car listening to the radio, you're in public, you hear a song you really like, you just press the button. No way, that's... And, really? And, and, and it, listen, it, and it listens too. to the song and it tells you what song it is. Oh my Are god, I'm kidding? getting that right now. It's perfect and it's, it's free. It is awesome, it's free. Wow. Because right. yeah. all the time you hear songs and you're wondering who What's the artist is. Yeah. You exactly. Google random exactly. lyrics. Or it's the end of the movie and the credits here? are scrolling. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wait for the music part of the credits so you can just flip on. you don't want to look up the soundtrack. Is Excellent. that S-H-A-Z-A-M? S-H-A-Z-A-M. Yes. Like the Shaq awesome. movie when he was a wizard yes. or a genie. Yeah. I want to know if any older people were playing Flappy Bird. I want to know what age <laughs> is going on with I that. I know that my mother made me angry, man. She plays Candy Crush all the time. Oh, Candy Crush. That It should be called Candy Crack. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like on level 250-something. Well, Didn't the terrible. guy who created Flappy Bird pull he, the game he, oh, yeah. he, back he, off? He, pu- so he pulled the game uh, on Twitter. He said that, like, I'm pulling the game, and he got a bunch of death threats from people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And about an hour after he pulled the game, there started popping up the, all these iPhone 5s with Flappy Bird installed on eBay, and people mm-hmm. were buying them for thousands of what? dollars. Because you couldn't download it in the yeah, app store you, anymore. Yeah, because you couldn't download it. Was it something about um, copyrights with Mario Brothers because they yeah, had the, the little same pipes. green Yeah, pipes yeah it, 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 does, it definitely does look similar I've to the first one. I've never played Flappy Bird. I've never even heard of it. I have it on my iPad. You can play it with It's kind of ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's very simple. You just tap the screen, and the, like, the bird the stupidest game ever. It's harder than it looks. It's harder than it looks. It is really hard. Has anyone heard of Whisper, we were just talking about Whisper, oh, yeah, Whisper. but Whisper. how you could go out and be anonymous and pretty much say whatever you want anonymously, and you get to make confessions, up your name. kind of. Yeah, so, okay. and it's local, and they they pick a photo for you, so you don't have to take a photo that relates to your post. Oh, it's and local. It, it's yeah, localized. yeah, you oh, can do local. Area you're in, yeah. yeah, you that can go to any area. That kind of sounds like misconnections. Misconnections. Oh, that's yeah. I've never heard Ooh, of that. Misconnections. Like on Craigslist. It, it, yeah, yeah, it, it's where like. Like if you see someone at a train station that you thought was pretty, you you go on Craigslist That's and, and, exactly and, and you like, and you like describe them look those up on and be Craigslist. like, you looked really pretty today. I well, I would like to go have coffee with you sometime. That's so creepy. <laughs> I know. Right. No, yeah. Okay. There's like tons of stalkers on there. Not gonna lie. And then yeah. everyone in this area is like. Let's get together and smoke some weed. And it's just like a bomb, you know? Well, honestly, now it's so easy to take pictures of strangers. I don't yeah. know if I'm the only one that has done this. <laughs> oh, you, you, you put it on selfie mode and you make like a funny oh, face. Yeah. And you're I actually taking a picture <laughs> from someone across the view. I've it's done that scary, before. man. <laughs> so voyeurism. I've been creepy. I, <laughs> I know I'm not the, the only one that has too. done that. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah, what are your guys' favorite apps? Tell us what you go to for news, if you have a news app, or just entertainment, basically. I want to hear about that. Well, I've been getting really into something called Vocative News. Vocative. What's that? Vocative is, uh, 
it's it's like it's it's news of the future is what it is. These guys are are pretty. Uh, well, it's not a misnomer. They're provocative. They're, they, uh, they, they cover some of the craziest things you could expect. Uh, one, one of my favorite articles, they actually covered um, one of the Knights Templars, which is a, yeah. uh, it's a cartel. It's a drug cartel in Mexico. And apparently the, the leader of the, of the drug cartel's daughter is, I guess, a Mexican pop star. And so they went down there and they did a bunch of uh, articles on her. I mean, that's not something that, you know, Tom Brokaw would have been doing, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's 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 pretty cool. Ooh, looks like we've got some more callers coming in. I hope they're calling about apps or something <laughs> else that's cool. Let's see here. Rich and Salinas is going to be up. How are you doing there, Rich? Yeah, actually, no, I'm not calling about apps. I was interested in the serious question. What do sure. you guys think about you know, Obama just declaring this past week that we're going to give up control of the Internet and oh, possibly God. turn it over to China or the United Nations to operate? And what that's going to do to our communications and well, do you and know journalism. do you know the statute or the executive order number that that's happening under? It hasn't under? been done yet. He's talking about giving up control of I think it's ICANN is what it's called. Well, that sounds awful. That control. sounds terrifying. Yeah, because if they if they give up control of the internet, uh, any one of these well, like China thinks they should have it because they're the largest country in the world. Uh, but the UN is wanting it so they can control us, the, the one world government, obviously. Well, the, so, the youth uh, does not support that vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah I no. I, I, in this room, we want to have think, freedom of the internet. I think, that's for sure. I think net neutrality is one of the most important issues right now that isn't talked about by a lot of people. Maybe that's what we should talk about next time. Is yeah. net neutrality? Net neutrality. Is, hey, I got I only got a few more minutes Great here, Rich, topic. so I'm going to let you go. But I want to thank you for your call, and, and that's a good idea. Maybe we're going to we're going to look more next into this topic if we can. Yeah. <laughs> All right, real quick here. It looks like Ben and Selena's is also calling it in. Uh, Selena's is a hot place today. So, how's it going, <laughs> yeah. Ben? This is the great Ben. I have a question the for you, young ben. people. I consider yeah. you great. Uh, I consider you, young people, to be techno geeks and very savvy. <laughs> what true. is your collective opinion on what happened to that flight out of Malaysia, knowing what you guys know about technology? Oh, my. I think it's ridiculous that it took two weeks for satellites to find any wreckage, if that's even the wreckage that they're yeah, claiming that it is. Yet. I yeah, think that it's parked somewhere. I think they're going to use that plane for something. I'm yeah. not sure yet. I think I'm, it not is. Go ahead. I'm not believing in this now you see it, now you don't crap. If they've located it once, that satellite should stay fixed on it. What is it sending looking for? It, those sailing ships from Magellan? Right. Well, I've seen. <laughs> that's funny. I've seen. Uh, I've seen enough episodes of CSI and Twenty Four to know that, that <laughs> the, the satellites in the sky can pretty much find anybody or anything at any time yeah. with very little. To the point where my cell phone usually knows where I'm at and what the traffic looks mm-hmm. like in my neck of the woods. Well, it's so. scary if they if they say well. that they haven't you know found it or if they have they don't know if that's it. it means somebody's not talking. Yeah, well, someone, there's something that we're not. The Malaysian, the Malaysian government and military has not been very helpful through this entire sure. investigation and search. What yeah. do you thank, think about thank it? You very, thank you very much. And I, well, I believe it's in Kazakhstan because of the of us sticking our nose in the Ukrainian business. I think the Russians are keeping it as an ace in the hole, but China is not. Later? That's terrifying. As like a weapon for later, basically a tool that they can use later on. As leverage, I think. Don't forget there's 239 people up there, half of them being Chinese. Ben, what's your your background? Like, what do you do? I'm a musician. I I live in your world. I'm a musician. I've been playing in Santa Cruz forever. I'm I'm one of these very 
bad cats. I play older funk, and <laughs> I, I have a, a currently still perform. I'm not too much around Santa Cruz. Cause ain't no ain't no bands over there making no money. You don't make no money playing for a dollar at the door. Right, but well, there's a lot of there's a lot of beautiful young people like you guys. I spent my 20 years in Santa Cruz, and I say thank God you young people are the future. And I say God bless you, and keep on keeping on, and never. Take no for an answer. Well, thank you, Ben, for your call, man. Yeah, thank you. Very inspiring yeah, words to end with. Have a thank nice day, you. man. I'm going to hand this back over to MZ. You guys did great. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> we need to have not only a show, we need to reformat the station. The hell with talk. <laughs> <laughs> Are you these know, still you on? Are the, the mics still the on? Yeah. No, yeah. no, we're oh. still on. Just oh. long enough for me to hit the That's All Folks button. Uh, you can hear this again tonight or on demand at ksco.com. And bye, CBS everyone. Radio. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> cool. Yay. Let's definitely talk more about social media. KSCO Santa Cruz, Salinas, Monterey, San Jose. It is 12 noon. Here is CBS News. CBS News. I'm Pam Coulter. Shots rang out as pro-Russian forces stormed a Ukrainian air base in Crimea. A Sky News reporter on the scene says it's now completely under Russian control. CBS's Tammy McCormick in Kiev. The Pentagon says it's aware of the reports. A spokesman says the attacks contradict Vladimir Putin's claim that Russia's military intervention in Crimea was to bring security to that part of Ukraine. Three Ukrainian ships have been seized as well as a submarine, and there's little Ukraine has been able to do to stop it. Its forces have laid down their weapons and are simply playing their national anthem. What happens next? Russia expert Stephen Cohen. I think that if there is no NATO military movement, and by NATO I mean U.S.-led NATO military movement, in or around Ukraine, Putin is unlikely to move any troops into Ukraine. More debris was spotted in the Indian Ocean today, but there's still no confirmation that it's from missing Flight 370. CBS's Steve Futterman in Kuala Lumpur says the search continues more than two weeks after the plane went missing. Malaysian officials are getting help from more than 20 countries. You have some very sophisticated planes being used trying to see if they can see things above the water and below the water. There are listening-type devices that are trying to see if they can detect pings from a possible black box that has sunk to the bottom of the ocean. In Guinea, officials confirmed the Ebola virus is the source of the epidemic that's killed 34 people since early February. A California couple's in custody charged with starving their three children, Monterey County Sheriff Scott Miller. The little girl, the eight-year-old, was uh, from time to time chained to the wall in the residence and was denied food. He says boys ages 3 and 5 were also severely neglected. You had to travel far to get to baseball's opening day this year. The Arizona Diamondbacks and the L.A. Dodgers played down under. Rain here at the revamped SCG forced the game to be delayed, but as soon as the covers were off, the sellout crowd erupted. Marsha Hines led the crowd in a hair-raising Star Spangled Banner. Emma Birdsall was spine-tingling in her rendition of Advance Australia Fair. But all eyes were on Aussie rule star Adam Goods, the Sydney Swans player had the privilege of pitching the first ball of the season. When it officially got underway, the rain and the delay was quickly forgotten as the fans stood and cheered as one at this historic round. Billy McGee for CBS News, Sydney, Australia. Same-sex couples lined up at Michigan County Clerk's offices today to make their unions legal. Last night, a federal judge declared the state's ban on gay marriages unconstitutional. Michigan Minister Stacey Swim. Rest assured, 
that we shall continue to fight for the rights of children and for our faith and for our families and for religious freedom. Michigan's attorney general is appealing the ruling. This is CBS News. What do you mean you got there exactly on time? Ever since we started using Fleetmatics to keep track of our trucks and vans, our business has been running really smoothly. Are you telling me you've cut your fuel costs? The boss doesn't have anything to yell about anymore, but some habits are hard to break. Oh, great. Another call from a happy customer. Fleetmatics takes the drama out of business. Make fleet tracking more intelligent with real-time tracking, fuel monitoring, and more. Visit fleetmatics.com slash start or call 1-877-350-DEMO for intelligence at work. It's the most advanced technology available. Engineered with over 200 million sensory receptors. Its all-terrain design is beautifully formed. Weather-resistant. Reliable. Astonishingly high performance in even the most challenging of circumstances. And it is also the finest search technology in the world. There's nothing else quite like a search dog. Be part of the search. Go to searchdogfoundation.org to see how you can help. You have been tuned in to KSCO AM 1080 and KOMY AM 1340. Serving Santa Cruz, San Jose, Salinas, Monterey, and Watsonville. 58 degrees at KSCO Studios, your friendly voice, Aaron Shore, with your local King of the Hill traffic and Central Coast weather. It is a mess out there, folks. We're going to start in Santa Cruz here at 1875 Soquel Avenue near Thurber. It looks like a traffic collision took place with no injuries. Units are set to be assigned to the scene shortly. Now, and as far as in Monterey County, traffic is going to be backed up on 101 southbound. There's an a- two accidents at 101 southbound at Dunbarton, just 100 yards apart from each other. Traffic is going to be backed up starting just before the connection to Highway 156 southbound off 101 southbound. It will clear up. After you pass the 101 and Dunbarton area, expect long delays in that area. Traffic is at a dead stop. Again, this takes place just before the connection to 101 southbound at 156 southbound and does not clear up until you pass 101 southbound at Dunbarton.